And now, this is the DDT Wrestling Podcast with DC Matthews and Doc Manson. Doc Manson, at Doc Manson, as we head toward the holiday season, it's upon us, but we're heading to the actual holidays. Um, This is a random question that actually has nothing to do with the holidays. What's the first alcoholic beverage you can remember drinking? Oh, well, that was taking me one way for a good 20 seconds. And then that question had nothing to do. I mean, it, admittedly, you said it had nothing to do with it, but yes. Okay, so <clears throat> the first alcoholic beverage I can remember drinking is probably either a Budweiser or a Miller uh, High Life, and that would have been just a sip off of one of my father's beers when I was a tyke. Okay, I don't know that I ever. I probably did that, but I can't remember it. I've never been a beer drinker. So, I remember it being very funny tasting. I still find beer very funny tasting. <laughs> yeah, you do. That's all right. Hey, it's an acquired taste, and you have an acquired many tastes. So that's that's true enough. Um, I had uh, a coworker. Not that I think you're supposed to buy each other alcohol in the public school system, but a coworker. Uh, either bought or made me some cranberry cordial. Cool. Which I drank a little bit with Sprite this uh, this evening, and it was it was quite tasty. Are you saying that you are plastered at this point in time? No. DC Matthews, no. at the DC Matthews, which Thank I haven't you. said yet? Uh, no, I am not, because I didn't know if I was going to like it, so of course I poured, you know probably like a third of a shot in and then filled the rest of the glass up with Sprite. Cause really it's just an excuse to drink soda. Um, all right. You have to tell me about this. I, I thought it was a brownie before we started recording. You were eating what looks like a just wedge of unfrosted chocolate cake. Is that what I'm, what I'm seeing? You're basically correct. This is what we affectionately refer to as chocolate soup cake in our house. Um, when you make it, the batter for this actually, we have notes that, like, if the batter looks like basically chocolate soup, it's not wrong. That is actually correct. That is what it looks. It's so. So is thin. this like a lava cake sort no. of thing? Like it. It's just it, you go put it into a bunt can and it becomes a regular cake. It's just a chocolate cake, but the batter itself is just so strange. Cake batter should not be that thin. It's so very... what is the what is the ingredient that causes it to be so thin? Is it just not a lot of flour? Uh-huh. Is Probably. it a gluten-free flour? Well, this particular slice of chocolate cake is very dry. It is, is in fact, gluten-free. But mm. we've made it in the past where it was just full of gluten. <laughs> All the gluten you could want. And I gotta tell you, while this cake is better with gluten, without gluten, still pretty good. All right. I would be better with a ganache on it, though. I was going to say, the you know, I, I am one of those uber-sweet tooth people where the frosting, to me, is more important than the cake. So the fact that you would eat cake without frosting, I'm like, well, what's the point? This cake is pretty tasty. Now, admittedly, okay. like I said, this one's a little bit dry, but typically, 
And I think that's because, you know, we're experimenting with the gluten-free thing and sure. things cook a little bit differently. But usually when you make this, it is just super moist. It's like the moistest chocolate cake you can imagine. Okay. It's, it's very good. <clears throat> I'm not going to request it because I already requested those chocolate peppermint cookies and I got a picture from Mrs. Manson. So I believe I am in good shape there. Uh, uh, no? I'm not so sure about that. I'm I'm not going to get the chocolate peppermint cookies I had requested during the mm. DDT Awards next week. You know, the, I think we do still have the peppermint bits, though. So, in theory, she could put together a fresh batch. All right. I'm in just, theory. Just she saying. May, she may have put some away in the freezer that I don't know about. So, you might be all set, but I, I don't actually know. A funny story. I, uh... <laughs> oh, 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 he's not kidding, folks. That was hilarious. Okay, moving on. <laughs> I went to get my uh, hairs cut yesterday. Now, I had gone to the same barber for my entire adult life up until probably two years or so ago when I realized I shouldn't be paying $70 for a haircut. And so... <laughs> Were you really paying $70 for a haircut? Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I, at this point, am not paying <laughs> much less than that. That's not yeah. true. I am. I'm playing. I, I think I pay about half that. But even that, I find it super rich for my blood. I just feel yeah. bad leaving the stylist that I've been with for a decade now. Well, and that's it. So I, I went to the place that uh, Mrs. Matthews goes, which coincidentally is the same place that Doc and Mrs. Manson go. And I've been there probably by this point close to 10 times. And at no point have I seen the good doctor or the good missus. We just pass each other like ships in the night. But uh, yesterday, after work, I scoot on over. And who do I see as soon as I open the door? There is Mrs. Manson sitting, staring off into space. No book, no magazine, no earphones. Just staring off. She uh, does and that. She didn't even have an appointment. She was just waiting for you. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I, it's a busy time of year for these hair places. And, you know, I tried to book my typical five week turnaround haircut appointment and it was super busy. And the only place they could fit me in was at three 30. So we left work early. Um, I didn't want to have to drive back to campus. So, uh, she, you know, took off work with me. We went straight to the hair place and we were doing our business and we were just going to Head home after that for the little pupples. Yes. So I sat with her for five or ten minutes, and then Doc came out, freshly quaffed. His hair had a little gel. There was a little bit of spike to it. A little bit he of quaff. He looked very fancy, and he also looked incredibly confused to see me sitting there staring back at him. Uh-huh. Yeah. I mean, it's not every day that you walk out from a haircut appointment to find your podcasting hetero life mate uh you know staring back at you we should get t-shirts man probably <laughs> um now so tell me because afterwards uh there were some pictures posted now maybe they were old pictures and i missed them uh the good arsacist and his girlfriend fiance yeah. girlfriend girlfriend okay so hope i didn't just make things awkward but no. um uh, Rachel came over for some gingerbread. Was that last night as well? That was last night, yes. So after we saw you, we went home, and uh, they came over, geez, I don't know what time it was, 6 o'clock maybe, about that. And uh, yeah, we had gingerbread wars. The good uh, 
The good lady Rachel, she brought two kits, two gingerbread house kits they had acquired. I'm not sure where. Maybe a Target or something like that. And yeah, we uh, it was Doc and the Arsicist versus Rachel and Mrs. Manson. And um, we got our butts handed to us based off of the poll that I think is going on Twitter. Uh, so, see... The thing is, the thing that I want to explain here is, see, they had two fully functioning members on their team, whereas I had myself and the Arxicist. Oh, it was a gender war. It was, and my team was handicapped because I had I had Eric. So uh, it's just like, you know, what am I supposed to do here working by myself? Now, come on now. Uh, the Arxicist is... Fantastic guy. I'm sure he did a wonderful job. At one point, he put two gumdrops on the back of the house and said, it looks like a face. It has boobs on it. At which point, <laughs> we nearly died laughing as I berated him for... Because it both, it both looked like a face and also like little nipples on the side of the house. But the way that he phrased it and and the, the made it sound like a face had has boobs on it. So the entire evening that was that was basically yeah. it. Uh, right now, with a grand total of ten votes, yeah. uh, Team Mrs. Manson has a seven to three advantage over Team Doc. Now, in fairness, in fairness, um, see what happened was one. I had Eric. Two, uh, our our frosting bag had a leak where. It was just expunging frosting out the side. So, like, we were trying to, you know, do detail work, but every time you would squeeze the bag to do the, the fine detail work, you'd also just be losing globs of frosting out. The so, in, in our defense, like, we had some serious sort of issues. <clears throat> so what you're saying is there was chicanery and this is bogus and you demand a recount or a redo. Uh, you know, maybe next year, but... All right. I'd like you to know I am one of the three people who voted for you. Oh, thank you. I didn't even watch the video or look at the pictures. I just went, he's my podcast hetero life mate. <laughs> I will clearly vote for Doc. Well, I think everybody else did not vote for me then. And <clears> I mean, it, I, we had some good ideas, but again, we had the frosting issue. At one point, our roof came apart and then a wall caved in. We got it all back together and standing by the end of it. But again... Gonna go ahead and blame Eric on this one. All right. You well, bastard. I am I am glad to hear you had a good time. I am glad no, to well, hear let's that. Oh, let's not get crazy. Let's, I mean I'm glad to hear that the Arcissist and uh and Rachel are doing well. Uh I am glad that you seem to be in the holiday spirit. You you seem ready for yeah. the holidays coming up. Yeah, you know, uh I've been giving a lot of thought to the holidays. You know, it's the time of year where giving is very important you know i've been trying to think of like good gifts to give to people and obviously i can't talk about what i'm getting mrs manson this week but uh you know i've been thinking about the family and i was thinking that maybe it would be really cool if for the entire family i got matching pajama sets and i was just sort of curious what you thought about that whether you thought that would be a a good idea <sighs> you have to understand <laughs> that I am not a very photogenic person on a good day. Uh-huh. 
Um, I don't know. You've got a nice face. Look at you. You're sweet. It's not the face I'm worried about. <laughs> and so... You've got those uh, rosy cheeks, the rosy nose. <clears throat> the extended... The rosy head. Can I wear a rosy outfit? Yes! Like the hurricane in rosy? And, and so, so there is talk in my extended family in-laws uh, about getting matching pajamas for everyone. And there's one, two, three, four. There's five skinny people. And then there's me. Well, so, you could stand in the center of the photo. So, so yes. So there is there is talk of doing this. I don't believe it's going to happen. I think it was it was planned too late. Um, oh, but thank God. There, there's also a plan for a revolt that if there is if there is going to be a picture taken, we will all march outside in our matching pajamas. Well, which is the best part was it wasn't even matching. It was just here's a list of life is good pajamas. Tell us which one you'd like. And I'm like, so we're all going to be in different ones. Okay. That's interesting. I mean, that's less funny in my brain than you guys all just being. I, gotta, like, I was picturing like, you know, the, the big one piece red jumpsuit style pajamas with the <clears> feet <throat> built in. I have a holiday card on my one of my bulletin boards that I got from a family and it's the, all of them in matching onesie pajamas. And you can see the dad with his big beard. Like I've always, I've never seen him not wearing like a trucker baseball cap. You can see that he's dying a little inside sitting there with his wife and two kids in this onesie pajama thing. Like it's not, but our, we yes. need to do a onesie pajama postcard holiday card for all of the Patreon besties. I was thinking that, you know, GQ sent us a card, birthday boy GQ, uh, Sent us the birthday card with his kids. I'm not going to be satisfied, GQ, until I see you in a onesie. It's true. Your wife will totally go for it. I'd like to see her in a onesie. She came to my fifth birthday party. I can't like... <laughs> <laughs> <clears throat> That's the funny thing. And we'll we'll get into that when I have GQ on question marks will be that, you know... I was oh, friends yeah. with your hey. I was friends with your wife, like... Ten years before you met her. Question marks. Yeah. That's a thing that came out. It is. The first episode of Question Marks with Chip K. Fabe uh, came out. Sadly, I waited long enough so that he got rid of his Twitter app and says he's not coming back for a while. And then I decided to post it. But uh, he that's appreciated why he, it. That's why he sent me a DM on Instagram to tell me to thank you for that lovely introduction. Which I will say, Chip, I am telling him about now, but I also did tell him you did. prior. You did. And he actually gave me his, like, I, I've texted. I have his cell phone number. I have his contact in my phone as Chip Kayfabe. Huh. So you're making friends out there in the world, huh? I'm, I'm <clears throat> making friends. I'm talking to people, which I enjoy doing. Uh, Are you I would ever offer... going to record a second episode of Question Marks? Well, I... I'm, how, how about this? Let me <laughs> let me let me throw this at you. See what you think. We get rid of the DDT awards this year. We don't do it. Instead, <clears throat> we record an episode of question marks with you, an episode of question marks with GQ, an episode of question marks with Mrs. Manson. We could have the arsonist and Rachel over. I could record with them, and I just have five bulk 
podcast ready to go. I've got the next three or four months taken care of. It would really no. help me out. Nah. Nothing stops the DDT Awards. Well, I'm glad you brought that up because I have – if you check our email, I have shared uh, <laughs> a document with you because I think we should actually sit down and and do this sort of thing. You're right. I'd like to point out that there is nothing in this file. Well, yeah. Because we – so I also have a document open, which is the 2017 awards, and I figure we can just – we don't even need nominees necessarily, but we can just at least get some of the categories down. Because I also want to talk to you. I do want to talk a little wrestling. Uh, there was a big why shakeup sort of thing. Like Vince McMahon came out there. There was a thing. There was no wrestling thing. is wrestling is new and different and great again. I want to no. know when you're when you're resubscribing to the WWE Network. Sorry, I'm the eternal pessimist at this point. Um. Like, they all came out on Raw and said, okay, the show's been terrible. True. I don't think you're supposed to admit that, but true. And now we're going to do things differently. We're going to listen to the fans. And then they proceeded to put on a three-hour show of the same old bullshit. Like, the immediate segment afterwards was, like, spending a significant amount of time on Baron Corbin getting his comeuppance, which ostensibly we had just seen at the pay-per-view. You know quite a lot about this for someone who's not watching. Well, because it sounded intriguing at first, and I was sort of like, okay, well, let's see what they did. What was the follow-through? And it was there it wasn't was, any. It was metaphor. And there then was, you there saw was symbolism there. Finn Balor and, and Dolph Ziggler and Drew McIntyre face each other for the thousandth time in the last three months. And I don't know, man. You got to walk the walk. You can't just say things. I, you know, again, don't have PlayStation View, so haven't watched, haven't caught up on Hulu the week before the holidays and a school is crazy pants. Um, Tyler Breeze got a chance to wrestle a significant match. The Revival is now the number one contenders for the tag titles. I, You know, Asuka's the champion of SmackDown, which oh, yeah. doesn't seem to do a damn thing for you. Oh, I'm very happy for her, but they spent a year pooping on her chest, okay? Like, you can't just erase that immediately. And on top of that, uh, like, they've released a new render for her this week. Like, you know, the, the, the high-resolution, transparent background renders that they use to make posters and things. And guess what? That render does not have the women's title on it. So... If she's not a transitional champion, I'll be very surprised. Yes, pooping on her chest. Stop, right? stop don't say it again. <laughs> I see that look on your face. I spent That's the whole I time said. like, ugh. D- look, people can be as people can let their freak flag fly however they would like. But just why? keep your feces out of DC's I just, mouth. I just, I, I just don't understand why. I don't. Okay, Anyways. you don't have to understand. That's true. You just have to not judge. That's, well, clearly I have some work to do in that area. All right. Um, all right, so you're not sold yet. No, but, you know, we are getting, we're getting into that season. We're going to be building up to the rumble. Like, I have this drive, this, I have this instinct in me to like wrestling. And, like, I usually am excited by the Rumble. And, like, I feel like I want to be well, jumping the Royal back Rumble in. is the greatest gimmick, gimmick match of all time. Agreed. But I, and I just don't know, man. Like, 
our truth. We're gonna build up to number thirty being our truth. He's not coming out, at least not for the men's row. You know how this is gonna work. I, it's, it's just he's gonna come out with Carmella. It's gonna be hilarious, and he's not gonna come out for the men. They legit just have to dump so. Admittedly, they did. Like they dumped Baron Corbin. They dumped Alexa Bliss as a as a you know an authority figure. They dumped Paige as an authority figure. Like that's the thing that I don't even make sense. Like ostensibly they came out and sort of like reset it so that you know everybody's saying probably what the most tired thing is is the heel authority and so they get rid of baron corbin they get rid of alexa bliss but then what they do on smackdown they got rid of page has been doing a good job and who has not been a heel authority figure like i i think i part of me gets it because you want to you want to get rid of the authority figure trope altogether but you're not gonna because the mcmahons are gonna stick around and do it well, no, but see, this is what I would do. And again, I don't think this is going to happen because Stephanie came out at one point. They should have come out on Monday. They should have said their piece. And we should have not seen them again for months. Which is already not what happened. I understand. Because Shane is a character on the SmackDown branch. We're building to, Vince I think. showed up on SmackDown. I, th- I would give him a pass for this week. I would yeah. give him a pass for this week. But Shane is a character we are building, I think, to the Miz versus Shane McMahon at WrestleMania. Like, I honestly think that's a match on pencil. You know, they've got oh, that boy. Plan. But, I, yeah, I'd have him gone. Like, Triple H, gone. Stephanie, double gone. Vince, gone. And even Shane. I like Shane. I'm glad he's back in the fold. It's weird because he's never been... Despite being a McMahon, like clearly you left and gave up your right to run this company. Yep. So why you were out there, like you're you're a you're an on screen talent as far as I can tell. Unless you're starting to run things, it's not your job anymore. Right. Yep. I missed seeing Linda. Yeah. But I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt as I tend to do, and saying, you know what, I'll give them a chance. Things are heading in the right direction. Next week's going to be a wash because it's Christmas Eve and Christmas Day. And tr- to be honest, the week after that is New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. Like, I, I get it. Wrestling's going to be kind of funky for the next couple of weeks. But we're heading to the Rumble. I think we're going to have a good WrestleMania season. I'm looking forward to it. Uh, no, I thought it was interesting that they have all of these call-ups and none of them are big names. Mm-hmm. Like Nikki Cross and EC3, those are the two headliners of this call. Like, and, I'm and that's all the for- other thing. We're going to change things up. We're going to listen to you. We're going to call up people who very likely we will stop using inside of eight weeks. Like the exact same thing that they have been doing. Nikki and Lacey Evans are good depth. Nikki, I think, could be a star. Lacey, there's still some time. Heavy Machinery is probably going to get refit in some capacity. I really feel they're bodyguards for somebody at some point. Maybe they could um, get Bullfit. I love Bull Dempsey. He's all right. Uh, but yeah, you know, I'm. But again, part of me is excited about that because if all of a sudden you call up Alistair Black in the Undisputed Era and Gargano and Champa, it's just you got to have a place and a role for them. I understand. In order to call, but see, like that's part of why I, I think I may have talked about this on the show. So if so, you know, I'm sorry that I'm repeating myself, but it's part of the reason why I canceled my subscription to the network. Like, 
NXT ostensibly is pretty good right now, but I don't want to watch it. I don't want to get invested in it because every year I really like NXT. And then they call up everything I like about it. And then yeah. they spend four months just trying to get their feet under them again. And it just feels like wasted time. And they've done it every year for years in a row now. And it's just, I, I can't invest in that anymore. I just can't. It's, it's, it's the problem with a developmental promotion. You know, this is, this is, people who are fans of the Portland Sea Dogs or the Pawtucket Red Sox have to have an understanding that if you have really good players, they're going to be gone sooner rather than later. Right. But see, the, the issue with that is they're going to be gone, but at least they're going to be playing. <laughs> like, True. they call people up and, like, you legitimately don't see them. There was an episode of Main Event recently where No Way Jose took on Mojo Raleigh, and I forgot both of them existed. Like, I, I don't, I'm not advocating for anybody to lose their job, but the WWE, if they would just lose 30% of their roster. That's going to happen. They're going to have to. Either that or they're going to have to send people to the to NXT or to 205 Live or to the UK because the roster is too deep as it is right now. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn are coming back. I'm really excited, but I'm like, I don't exactly know what you're going to do. Right. I mean, maybe this so. is how, you know, we've always talked about having an off season. Maybe this is how you do it, right? You you sub some people out. You're going to spend the next six months over in the UK, and we're not going to see you on, you know, the regular television programs. You essentially, and, and you have all these house shows. You got people with injured. Put a group together of you know, some of these guys and have a house show circuit, some big names circulate through every now and then. So you have people who people are going to want to spend money on, but you know, like you got no way Jose, you got Mojo, you got Jinder Mahal and all that. Like they could be doing something else. I don't know. If, yeah. I would love to see an off season. I would love to see something. Um, well, I just hope that, again, that uh, now that they've named all of us, uh, the general manager, the authority figures. Uh, you know, I, I'm just really hoping that they go all the way with it. I'm really hoping that they bring back people power. Uh, let's get John Laurinaitis back on there as our authority figure. Big Johnny, I am with you. I am, I am thinking we're going to get some sort of the return of Taboo Tuesday or Cyber Sunday or something uh. like that where – where there'll be some sort of, we are the authority, so we get to make the matches, and we come up with the stipulations and all of that. Uh-huh. I, I remain optimistic. It's not going to happen overnight. Things have happened already that I'm a fan of. Hopefully it continues. All right. Let's get into the DDT Awards. Then we have a couple of emails. Not as many emails as usual, but it is the holidays. Why are we getting um, into the DDT Awards? Because we want to make sure we have categories to talk about. Oh, we're we'll we'll get there. You don't think we need to do this right now? I don't. I mean, if you feel strongly that we do, then by all but means, we don't have to. I'm just. I know that you said you weren't. You I know, think. You well, I just think any- part of the fun of the DDD Awards is not necessarily, you know, for, for the fans. It's not knowing the categories that are coming their way. So what you're saying is once again I am trying to I'm trying to prep and that's folly. Well, I do think we need to prep. We've always prepped for the DDT awards. I'm just saying I don't think we should be prepping on the air. I don't think we're going to prep if we don't prep on the air. 
I guess that is the point I'm trying to make <laughs> is we didn't list this week again. Yeah, so like, I was busy building gingerbread wow. houses. Yeah. Getting haircut. <laughs> All right. Then I'm closing this. Oh, oh, speaking of speaking of getting your haircut, as long as we're not talking about the DDT awards, you know, to follow up our conversation about matching pajamas. I also heard that Mrs. Matthews had to call you. Maybe she texted you. I don't know. But she had to get in communication with you to remind you to tip your hair professional. No. False. Ah! No. I had. I always know to tip. The problem was I didn't have a lot of cash on hand at the time, and I know there is an ATM there. Yeah, but who would but, use that? All those fees. I, I did have... This is, and now this is what I want to talk about. So yes, explain what you had. I did have a Barnes and Noble gift card that I had been given by a student. And I thought to myself, self, maybe I can take the little bit of cash that I have, add the gift card. People like reading. And, uh, you know, that would be a nice holiday gift. Do you tip more for the holidays than you usually do? Uh, no, I, I don't think I do, actually. But out of curiosity, how much money was on this gift card? $15. Holy shit. That's a lot of money to tip. But to your point, I wasn't thinking about it. it is the holidays. That probably actually would have been a nice thing for me to do, which I didn't. So, okay, you're maybe one step ahead of me in that regard. I'll give you that. But. I just, I'm just wondering if you thought this all the way. I, I presume you did go through. You, you gave. Is it a she that you yes. see? I presume that you gave her the gift card. No. Uh, you did? No. Oh, you ended up not doing it. Because as I pulled it out of my pocket, it says for your teacher. Yeah. So I was like. <laughs> that I would have made that. it even more awkward. But the thing I wanted to ask you. So no, it is. We can talk about it, it is, hypothetically. It is. Uh, if it you is. had. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. If you had left that for her, the next time that you went in there, do you think, I mean, I don't know if you'd even remember, to be honest, but do you think at some point she would open up that that tip, uh, uh, you know, envelope, and she would look at this gift card, you know, and on the front of it, you know, to, to, to so-and-so from, from D.C., she's going to open that up, and she's going to go, a Barnes & Noble gift gift card i think is she DC telling me that he thinks i need to read more no i think she would have appreciated it and she's savvy enough she probably would have figured it out um <clears throat> i have always tipped even again back in my you know the barber that i went to i would pay sometimes 65 dollars with then a 10 dollar tip on top of that wow you're a good tipper how much do you usually tip what two bucks three bucks i sh- i tip five dollars that's fair, considering what you pay. Yeah. They're not having to do a lot for you. No. No. Y- your hair is usually very short, and so I imagine it's just quick trim, and you're out the door. Yeah. I mean, it's electric clippers and a little bit of do they wash on your the top. Hair? Oh, yeah. I get it washed. Full service, baby. I, that never happened in my old place. So when they washed, like, I was telling, I think, your wife about this. That first time I went to this place was one of the more awkward experiences of my life because I had no idea what I was doing. I believe you talked about that on the show before. Probably. Yeah. 
probably. I've, I've talked about many things. So, so yes. So, no. I just went with the $10 tip, figuring that's a good that's tip. That's probably that's respectable. All right. Never mind. So, no. I did not need to be texted to remind to tip. I'm fairly good about that. I get in trouble sometimes for tipping too much. Yes. When we are at when we are at restaurants and things, I will sometimes tip twenty to twenty five percent, and be asked why I would do that when you know it wasn't necessarily worthy of twenty or twenty five percent. But I just like whole numbers, so mm. like I'll tip. Do you do that when you tip? Do you just you add just a full dollar amount? Like I'm giving you four dollars or six dollars. I always figure out how much change it is so that my credit card statement, if I'm paying on the credit card, just gives me a whole dollar amount. Uh, yeah, I usually add up to the whole dollar. Yeah. All right. So if we're skipping the awards, then let's get to our emails, podcast at ddtwrestling.com. We have five, which is quite, and these are some of our besties, some of our bestiest besties sending us these five emails. The first one, Comes from Brandon Banks. And the email says, that's oh, it, God. sent for my iPhone. Because the subject line is, there's a guy at work that puts the entire body of the email in the subject header instead of the actual body portion of the email. Do you know anyone that does this, and just how annoying do you find it? Very. I don't know anyone that does that except for you, Brandon. Exactly. And if I didn't love you so much, I'd hate you right now. I mean, we can just block this email address right no, now. No, no, oh, right. no. Okay, no, we're we're not in the business of ostracizing people we don't like on this show. Well, one of us isn't. Never going to live that down, am I? I look, man. I even tried to give you an out last week, and you started ranting again. So, yeah. Okay. The next one comes from Forrest. Uh, Merry Christmas is the subject. DC and Doc Tuch was a very good pibev. Cannot wait for Sammy and Co. to return. I hope you and yours have a Merry Christmas as well as all the besties. Keep up the good work, Bosk. Sent from my new rotary phone. I'd like to rotary. point out that the... That's not that, a rotary that's phone. That's not a rotary phone. That's a push-button <laughs> phone emoji. Come on, Bosk. Get with it. All right. uh, but Merry Christmas to you as well. And yeah, I don't know. I'm 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 ready for some good skanking. So let's bring it back, Sammy. I will I will say this. You didn't watch it, but I will say I didn't. I debated doing uh doing a by the book or a whatever the positive. What do I call it? Pontificast. <laughs> I, I don't remember the names of my shows. Uh, I considered doing one to talk about TLC. I think I just tweeted it out. Had some very good moments. Really enjoyed it. Thought good. thought it was thought it was worth watching. So it looked like uh, a good yeah. show. Um, I actually do want to watch that triple threat ladder match, but it was very good. It was very good. Uh, the cruiserweight title match was good. The triple threat tag title match was good. Watching Baron Corbin get beat up was funny. So so funny that you wanted to watch it again on Monday Night Raw after they changed everything. I appreciated the symbolism. Mm-hmm. All right, the next email comes from Glenn, titled Season's Greetings. Hi, guys. Just a quick email to wish DC Doc Mrs. Manson Matthew. See, see, my point is, Glenn, it's not necessarily a quick email if I choose to be a bastard. (laughs) 
So really, it's up to me. I was just thinking you were stalling for time, and I was like, look, we could have done DDT Awards categories. <laughs> just saying. Just a quick email to wish DC Doc, Mrs. Manson Matthews, and all the besties a very happy holiday period. However, you celebrate it and look forward to seeing some of you when I visit the U.S. in April. Thanks, Glenn! I wonder if he's going to WrestleMania. Huh. Are you going to WrestleMania, Glenn? I wouldn't be surprised. It's in New York. Is it? Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. We're not going, are we? <laughs> it's already sold out, I right? wasn't. I wasn't. Pl- I'm sure there's tickets. There's always. Let's see. What would it cost to go to WrestleMania? WrestleMania 35, MetLife Stadium. Technically, East Rutherford, New Jersey. Yes. Not correct. New York. <laughs> but let's see. Um... But if you're packages. not coming to WrestleMania, Glenn, why are you coming to the States? That would be an interesting thing to find out. Your next email. If you wanted, if you wanted tickets right on the ramp, I don't. you can get them for $658. A piece? Yeah. Nah. No thanks. Um, I'm not sure. See, this is always the question is, how do you know what the hard camera side's going to be? You don't. Uh, if you wanted it behind the commentator's booth, you could get tickets from $2,100 a piece. Nope. If you want the nosebleed seats, yep. $150. How much? 150 That's still a lot of money, but... If you want seats right across so you can see all the pyro I've and stuff... I've never been to WrestleMania. $700. We should we should discuss. I don't know about going to WrestleMania, but I feel like there should be something that we do. I don't we know should what go to WrestleMania. Be. Oh oh, WrestleMania! No, come on, fighting to survive. Pump it up, pump it up. We're gonna play that the entire ride there. I don't care if we're on a train or what. We're gonna get one of those really obnoxious Bluetooth speakers, and that's just gonna be the entire trip. All right. <clears throat> Freedom! The next email right. comes from Danielle. Hello. I am free for the next 18 days. No commuting to teach. No children to teach how to listen to teachers. The children were hyped on sugar from classroom parties that day and were all trying to run around in their PJs. Yay for this break. Would love you guys to talk more about the gingerbread houses <laughs> that Mrs. Manson shared on Twitter. Last time I made a gingerbread house was in elementary school. Today's question. If you could mix up announcers from any promotion, where would you move each pair of announcers? Would they stay the same or pair with a different announcer? Cheers, Danielle. Hmm. So a uh, fantasy announcer thing. I would take Bobby Keenan and Gorilla Monsoon, and I would not pair them with anyone else ever. Yeah, I suppose she didn't say alive or dead, but that's clearly the best pairing. And honestly, like, I don't see any reason to split them up. No, they should do everything. Right. I'd like Bobby Keenan and Gorilla Monsoon to provide commentary on my life. They can be the Statler Uh and Waldorf of my life. Absolutely. But I mean, okay, so if I'm not going to include them... Huh. I mean, I mean, you could you could go super obvious. Well, I'll take Jr. for my 
I have no interest in JR at all. I love JR. I love JR in his prime. I loved JR past tense. You loved Bobby Heenan. He doesn't have a jaw anymore, so I don't well, think. And he's dead. That helps. Too. Is he? Is he dead? Yes, Bobby Heenan is dead. Oh, I'm, I forgot. I guess. So is Grill Monsoon, which you probably didn't forget. Well, yeah, that I know. Yeah, no, Bobby Heenan. Okay, Bobby all right. Two thousand seven. Oh, really? That completely slipped September my mind. September seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. Huh. All right. Well, um, what about Mike Tanay? You like Mike Tanay? I don't like Mike Tanay. <laughs> I do like the professor. I think he's okay. I think I think it would be interesting to listen to a show where Mauro Ronaldo and Mike Tanay did it together. Really? And it was just it was just crazy. I, I got to tell you, people hate this opinion when I do it. Mauro Ronaldo is starting to really annoy me. He um, is so obsessed with alliteration and being bombastic. It's like, look, call the damn match. I will say, I didn't care much for his work when he was called up to SmackDown. Um, I think he did a lot of great work on NXT before that. It's a cavalcade of kicks. Yeah. The maestro of mayhem. But I can see leaning into that being a bit, bit yeah. much. I love that he's passionate. I love that he's excited. Stop trying to be cute, Moro. Like, just do your do what you do, and it works. Yeah. So, um, I like the Vic Joseph and Nigel McGuinness, who are the commentators for the NXT UK. They actually work very well together. They're probably my favorite team right now. Tom Phillips and Corey Graves are funny. I don't like Tom Phillips at all. Because of his commentary or because Because he's the face fucker. (laughs) He's never going to live that one down. No, of course not. But I can appreciate his commentary as long as I don't see that picture. Hmm. That's Speaking a good picture. Which, looking at the picture. Total creeper. What do um, you feel Phillips about Renee Young? Um, I liked her voice at first. I liked having a different, you know, uh, just a different voice, I guess, out there. But I, I feel like, I don't know. I, did, I Again, I haven't been watching recently, so it's hard for me to really say how she's developed. <clears throat> But it's interesting now because she's a commentator on Raw and they are letting her talk about the fact that she is married to Dean Ambrose because he's doing all of these heelish things and she's not defending him necessarily, but she is offering his perspective much better than he is. Um, I think I would try Tom Phillips, Corey Graves and Renee Young. I think Michael Cole is so formulaic just because it's raw and that's what he has to do that she has a hard time getting in there mm-hmm. i think tom phillips might be a you little know who more... doesn't have a hard time getting in there who's that tom phillips <laughs> oh, gross. plus plus then i'm always like well paul Heyman. paul Heyman technically was an announcer at one point true i, I would like paul Heyman. Yeah. Yep. Our final email comes from Mitchell Monroe, and it's a quickie. Oh, is it, Mitchell? Best <laughs> awkward dad X blood. 
Can I tell you I took my headphones out there for a while and just and just watching, not being able to hear it, but just watching you look like you were about to fillet the microphone was just once you took the headphones off, I started losing it. I kept cracking up. So uh okay, best awkward dad explanation for where babies come from. I know you all don't have kids, but DC teaches and Oscar is bound to get curious. And go. It doesn't come up. Never had to have an awkward conversation about where babies come from. I mean, as a um, teacher, wouldn't you just be like, that's a question for mommy and daddy? Like at that age or no? Yeah. It, it would be a, there are certain things we talk about at school and there are certain things we don't. You're welcome to talk about it at home. Yeah, and then you and then you contact the parent to say, "Guess what I just did." <laughs> yeah, all right. So I've always felt like the birds and the bees is a very awkward dad explanation for where babies come from because, as far as I know, in my adult life, in all of the activities that I have, you know, the grand sum of my experience with said types of activity, there has never been a bird nor a bee involved. Oh, you're missing out. Is this like the three seashells thing? I really want to know how that works. Me too. I look it up sometimes. I like, like somebody has to have somebody an Somebody must have a theory no. on the three seashells. No. Hmm. They're like, they, I've seen websites where it's like, one of the great mysteries of cinema. And I was like, oh God, <laughs> I hope that's true. I think so. Um, yeah. You know, I guess it would be, well, when two people love each other very much. Because what I would do is you would go vague. When two people love each other very much, they decide to have a baby, and then they do. I actually don't think that I would go vague on it. Like You would be really specific? I don't think I'd be very specific, but I think I would be honest. Because, again, it's sort of the biologist in me, the, the scientist in me. I think I would just be like, well, you see, uh, when a male and a female have sex and the man ejaculates in the female there's a potential for her to become pregnant which is where babies come from from a pregnancy you see and they probably wouldn't understand any of that but you weren't no, but you didn't lie to them they would they would of course go home and say now granted this wouldn't be I'm assuming this would not be a school thing no I'm assuming this is a I had a child. I would probably just no. This tell would, him. The, no. This will be next time you're in Chicago. No, because again, Daddy, see, that's not my kid. Uncle Doc said. See, I I'm smart enough to know that other people might not approve of that level. But honestly, if I had a kid, I think I would just tell them. There's no reason to to sugarcoat. They might not. Again, they might not understand it. But okay, so then do it again. I we're gonna role play this. Um, I will play no, because the role. you're going to role play just being completely obstinate. And don't get me wrong. No. At any single point in time, you can just be like, "Why? What's that? Where's that? What do you mean?" And like, well, but that's it. That's it. Because because you're going to say, "Okay, when two people, it's it's a relation of sex. What's that? You it's know, when it's the penis when he... goes in the vagina. You know how you have a penis, little Timmy? Well, little Jill has an inverted penis called a vagina." And the penis goes in the vagina, in and out, in and out, in and out. 
And then white stuff goes sploot, sploot, sploot out of the penis into the inverted penis. And that's where babies come from. I was really hungry before we recorded this show. What's the matter? It's just all manner of awkward. Talking about chest pooping and <laughs> a very awkward definition of sex. So oh, I, I don't know. Again, I just I don't. It's just like you know, if I, I if I I don't know. Like I would want to like if I had a kid, I'd want to lie to them about Santa Claus. Claus. I'd want them to have that holiday spirit and cheer and that, but. At the same time, if but they were would, smart they, enough. So what you're saying, so what you're saying, and I think this is interesting because it would be interesting to imagine Doc Manson as a parent. Um, yes, there would be certain things that you would be like, well, that all has a very scientific explanation. And I just don't know if it's good to lie to kids. Um, Twenty seconds after you said you wanted them to have the mystique of Santa Claus. Well, right, but that's what I'm saying. Like, I on the one hand, why I would want them to have that, I also feel like. If they really asked me that, I would say, well, Santa is, you know, it, it's it's an it's an idea. It, it's about, well, no, not necessarily spiritual, but it's an idea it, that it's he's he's a, a personification of wanting to have uh, goodness towards your fellow man. You know what I mean? Like, and some people, and you know, some kids actually believe in him as a person so you, you don't want to ruin it for them but you know i mean it, it's i'd have to think better about how exactly i would phrase that what about the tooth fairy oh are you kidding me if i could keep five dollars in my wallet every time they lose a tooth i'd just be like no such thing tooth fairy <laughs> what do you think money grows on trees kid get a job what are you six god New weekly segment here on DDT Podcast, Parenting Tips with Doc Manson. Uh, what's your piece of positivity for the week? We can do a shorter show this week because uh, we're going to do a very, very long show for n- next week and the weeks after. The DDT Awards happening in mere days. Yeah, I mean, usually it's like an eight-hour show. You, we have like three or four episodes. There's Christmas songs and parodies and... We're not doing any of that this year, are we? I'm a little worried about what it's going to be because you're not watching wrestling. You're not even kind of the the wrestling spirit, I don't feel like, is really in you. Santa Vince is not, you know, filling your heart with joy. So I'm not sure what we're going to talk about for six or seven hours. We'll find stuff. Don't get me wrong. What if we brought a laptop? And a microphone to the local diner and just sat around and recorded our conversation as we ate French toast. I'm fine with that. If we can, if the local diner is also fine with that, I don't think that's a problem at all. Yeah, it would probably would be better if we just had a, a recorder as opposed to bringing a whole setup, but. We could get a digital recorder in time for that. Yeah, but not a nice one. No, that's probably true. Yeah. I don't know. Do you have Do you have a piece of positivity for the week? Uh, what's yours? Let me think about it. Um, I am three or four shows away from being done with my main WCW quest that I've been on for years. I will have watched every Nitro and every pay-per-view. And so I am back 
to hold on this book here. I am back to not speaking into the microphone so nobody can hear me. Sorry, I had to turn around. The Death of WCW, um, which I am reading, and it is quite interesting, especially now that I have seen everything. So a lot of this... Now, granted, when I read it the last time, I was still familiar with a lot of it. But once I get towards the end of WCW, there's going to be a lot of interesting stories. Just hearing about, you know, a wrestling company that just seemed to do a lot of things wrong. Mm. So... Hmm. Right. It's it's fun to it's fun to read. What about you? I think my piece what you're of reading what you're watching. Yeah, yeah. My piece of positivity this week, I think, is going to be uh, the trailer for the reboot movie of Hellboy. Um, I think that trailer looks quite good. It looks fun. It... I watched it the first time and wasn't aware that that was not the same Hellboy. It's not Ron Perlman. Yeah, it's the guy from it Stranger is... Things. It seems very much like Ron Perlman. Yeah, well, in fairness, nice Ron job. Perlman just looks like Hellboy, so... <laughs> uh, but yeah. I thought it was good. No, it I looks it good. good. And if anything, I think this one looks more up my alley. I, I, I like those original two Guillermo del Toro films with Ron Perlman. They're very good. But this one looks less cheesy. It looks like it's actually going to have like a darker uh, tone to some of the supernatural elements. Um, and I actually think that that actually looks like it's going to appeal to me even more than those other two films. Where was Abe Sapien? That was my only problem. Well, he might not be there, but we'll find out, won't we? I, I thought it looked good. I think it looks quite good. I'm, I'm looking forward I it to that. quite good. So, uh, what was I feel like I saw another trailer that I liked. Godzilla? King of the Monsters, but we talked about Godzilla. that last week. I saw Godzilla. I've seen the Avengers one. That looks good. I've seen the Captain Marvel one. That looks okay. Eh. I'll probably go see. I'll probably see Aquaman by the time we record the DDT awards. Cool. I think I'm going to see that this weekend. Enjoy. So, well, thank you. Uh, but yeah, no, Hellboy looks good. Is is there going to be a female villain? Yes, I believe that's it's not. It's not going to be. It's not going to be Rasputin. No, no. Well, all right then. Are you from? How well versed were you with the comics and things before the movie came Mildly. out? Mildly. Um, okay. Maybe read a couple of them, but not not a lot. Yeah, because I had no knowledge of it. Yeah, and so. honestly, I like those movies a lot, but I can't say I went back. I, I at some point, I feel like I should pick up uh, the graphic novels, like a collected piece, and uh, actually read through them. But I've not done that. But again, well, already up my alley. Things, things to things to put on your wish list, even though the holidays are almost over. It's true. People can still buy Doc Manson things to give him praise. Or you could just buy me things. I mean, that's fine. That's true. Are, do we are we doing a PO box? Do we need to I look into that? I mean, I guess we did get one more Patreon, but we didn't get it that week that we put out the ultimatum. So we'll have to discuss it. Yeah, maybe maybe a topic for the the DDT awards. All right, all right, all right. We uh we thank you for joining us here on this pre-holiday edition. The next time you hear our voices, we will be recording. We will be in person recording the epic. Is this the third annual? I think it's the fourth. Uh, maybe. Might be the fourth. It might be. 15, 16, 17, 18? Uh, Did we not do it the first year? Um... Either way, it's the third <laughs> or the fourth. Epic. We definitely did 2017. Yeah. 
We, I know we did 2016. It's whether or not we did it in 2015. 2016. And that we was already, already like episode 60. If we did it, I didn't do fun graphics. graphics. No, I think we might have just, we were still trying to figure out how to podcast at that point. So uh, we might not have even started. I don't remember. Either way, it's the, we'll call it the third annual Epic DDT Awards. Oh, they're going to be epic. Forward to that. They're, they will be epic. We don't know what they're going to be, but it will be epic. That's all we know. Anything else you'd like to say, Doc Manson, before we head out into that good night? Well... If you'd like to have your thoughts read on the air, you can do so by sending an email to podcast at ddtwrestling.com. If you'd like to listen to the rest of our shows, as well as episodes of The List, you can do so by going to ddtpod.com or to your podcast repository of choice, which includes Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, and Spotify. And finally, if you like what you've heard, and how could you? Head on over to patreon.com forward slash DDT wrestling to send a couple of bucks our way. It keeps the lights on and it helps us do crazy, stupid shit like the DDT awards. He is Doc Manson at Doc Manson. I am DC Matthews at the DC Matthews. And until we meet again, my friends, have the happiest of holiday seasons. Won't you be our bestie?